Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. I'm trying. Amen the men. And amen the ladies. Wow. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory for the opportunity we have to be in your presence. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way and let your will be done. We pray for understanding hearts. We pray for a change. Heal us. And Lord, deliver us from ourselves. And let your purpose and your will be done in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together. Is that a fresh fire? Please be seated in heavenly places. I'm trying. I love you more. All right. So we started sharing and talking about the art of hearing. The art of hearing. Hearing is not a science. It's an art. That is why many people who don't hear or cannot hear so have ears. So you need more than the ears to hear. Do, do you understand? The fact that you have the ears doesn't mean you can hear. So it takes more than the ears to hear. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you can hear, it can change your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So our foundation scripture is from 1 Corinthians Chapter 14, verse number 10. And the Bible says, There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Can we quote it together one go? There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. That means that the world is filled with a lot of voices, different sounds and different voices. And the Bible says all of them has significance. Every voice, every sound that you hear, there is a meaning to it. There's a reason. If you hear a siren, it may be that there's an ambulance, there's a fire somewhere. If you're driving and somebody is hooting at you, it, it could be that you've taken a bigger portion of the road. Everything you hear, even if you stay in a complex and you hear something, 
shouting. Somebody is shouting. Maybe somebody is beating their girlfriend. I don't know. Or you were the one they were beating you. Anyway. (laughs) Are you here? Every sound you hear, there's a meaning. Every sound. Sometimes you'll be there, you hear a gunshot. Pow, pow. You see that? You just remain in your room. He said, You see, every sound has a meaning. See that you are, you are not going out. Or as you are here, you hear, boom. There's an accident. Every sound you hear communicates something. That's what the Bible is saying that there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices, and each voice. Even the voice I'm talking, you what you are hearing has a meaning. It has a meaning. It's not neutral at all. And some people in life are depressed. They are not happy. They will not do well because of the voice they have heard. They heard somebody, an auntie or an uncle or a mother tell them, you are stupid. Your, your head like December. Your nose is not nice. Yeah. Well, you, were, you were a child. You don't even know what is marriage. And they say, who will marry somebody like you? Yeah. So you are growing. The voice that you have heard and over and over doesn't allow you to even like yourself. You don't like yourself. You become, you were useless before you even got to know. They called you useless. Stupid girl. Look at your head. Oh, 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 oh. You have heard a voice. Now, you, 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 the effect on you, the effect on you is so significant that you have decided that you will not marry or you, you are not beautiful or you will sleep with anybody who says, I love you. That's the, the, the voice that you have heard can make you actually, if you make a mistake, somebody say, I love you. Because all your life you have not heard, I love you. Even from your parents, you have not heard, I love you. So the first useless boy who doesn't bat, who tell you I love you, you see that you are confused. You see that, are you sure? Nobody, you begin to see that he's your everything. Nobody understand. Nobody understand why you are in love with someone that you yourself you know is useless. But to you, he is the, is the first person who told you I love you and you think that he hurts. Because of the voice, the different voices you have heard. The different voices. Are you here? Yeah. So the voices are trying to influence you whether you like it or yes. And we saw the first time, the introduction, we saw 12 different voices. If you want to know it, go. uh, It's on the podcast. Everyone here, make sure you listen to it. 12 different kinds of voices that is trying to control you. Or it's already control you, whether you know it. Yeah. Some of us, the voices are controlling us, but we don't even know. Voice of December before. Yeah. And there's one voice called the voice of circumstance. And December festivities can bring a lot of circumstances. Yeah. To, yeah, to go out to a party with a friend, and after that, it is late, you are feeling tired, you want to sleep there and go in the morning. Before you know it, you are wearing your panties. Yeah. 
You don't even know what is what happened to you. I'm telling you. From a voice that, oh, there's going to be a, a what do you call a party here? It's only Christians. You went and Yeah. Voice, voices, and the voice of your friend. That's one of, of the of the voices. That voices of our friends. Sometimes it's stronger than the voice of your mother and your father together. The voice of your friend can be even stronger than the voice of your mother, your father, your pastor, your school teacher, and even the voice of God together. Sometimes they cannot drown the voice of a friend. How many, how many here you've done some bad things because of a voice of a friend? Or only four people? Hey! Where, where, where are they? Only four people. Look, I, I was not born yesterday. I was born in a day, but not yesterday. Yeah. Every bad thing you have done, it is a voice of a friend. And some of us, if we had listened to the voice of our parents, after now we'll be virgins. You even have done a better course. You would have passed uh, uh, with a better grade. And you'll be in a bed. By now, you may even have finished university. Because when you did not listen to the voice of your mother, you fell in love. And instead of learning, when you took the book, the boy was in the book. You wanted to learn. You wanted to learn for your exams. But when you took the book, you were learning. You saw the girl was in the book. Hey! And look at the grade you got. And, and because you have a boy or a girl, sometimes you are, you are learning. But because you have somebody, you just, I'm feeling frustrated. Let them just go and fellowship small. Oh, yes. <laughs> but if there was nobody, you notice that, look, even if I'm not feeling frustrated, I, I don't. Okay, so, yeah. Are you here? So I don't know what voice is controlling you and what voice is influencing you. So the 12 voices, we saw it. Then, Last week, we began to talk about the four things everyone should know about a voice of, of the mind. How many were here? So, we saw the voice of the mind from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 23. Can we go there? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. I'm trying. Can I take off my jacket? I'm sure you're already impressed. I also have a gift for you. Once you are impressed, I can take it off. This fire is a house. Yeah, I'm preaching like a house on fire. Are you there? So, first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 23, the Bible says. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. That's completely. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this scripture shows us that you are not just a body. You are not just a soul, but you are also a spirit. So it says that, Look, 
when we get born again, it's the spirit that gets born again. Did I show you the scripture in First uh, Peter 1 9? Is it 1 9? When you get born again, what happens is that your spirit gets born again. Your soul cannot get born again instantly. Your body did not get born again. The part that got born again is your spirit. Are you getting it? And from that day, your spirit is completely new. Nothing can be added to it. But your soul, which is housed in, by the mind, the house of your soul is the mind. It doesn't get born again when you got born again. The process is gradual. That's what the Bible says, that be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. Do you understand? So when you got born again, your spirit got born again, new, newborn baby, that's your spirit. So if you don't know that a man is a tripartite, you wouldn't understand this. And look at what the Bible says. Let's start from verse number five. First Peter chapter one, verse number five, quickly. Okay. Good. So he's talking about us who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last day. Do you understand? Yeah. Then let's continue. Verse number six. Wherein we greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in uh, heaviness through manful uh, temptations. Verse number seven that the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. So God is, the Bible is telling us that when you are being trialed, when you are going through temptations, you are, that is the trial of your faith. And the Bible says that it's more precious than gold that perishes. So if you are here, you've not been tempted. You get born again, and suddenly, hmm, suddenly the girl that you did not was not interested in you send you a message that what you said the last time. Do you understand? Let's try it. I heard I heard somebody saying that. Hello, they mentioned the name. Are you? Then he mentioned the name. Then he said yes. He said. Are, are you still free? You remember the time you wanted me that I said I did not wanted you. The one I wanted doesn't wanted me. So now I want, I want you now. Hey! So when you get born again and there is no temptation and there is no trial, then it means that nothing has changed really. Because the temptation, the temptation that you need to overcome is what makes you precious. Bible says that, that the trial of your faith, hallelujah, Amen. now you are born again, you need to keep yourself, the trial of your faith, you cannot smoke again, you cannot drink again, you cannot lie again, you cannot swear again, the trial of your faith, the person you are staying with is giving you accommodation, uh, buying clothes for you, but he's also milking you, do you understand, you are not a, mil uh, a cow, uh, Milk cow, but it's always milking you. And it's been milking you for two years. There's no milk yet. It's always milking you. Anyway, 
the tribe, you need to now stand firm and say, it's going to be difficult. Where am I going to sleep? What am I going to eat? What am I going to try of your faith? Being more precious than of gold that perisheth, Though it be tried with fire. See, what you are going through is like fire. Might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. See, whatever you are going through, you may not see the valley. The things that you overcome, it is when Jesus appears that you'll be rewarded, that you kept yourself. You did this. We did. That is why. Okay. That is why we do what we do. That is why we keep his word. That is why we pay our tithes. That is why we give. Do you think that we don't know how to use money for what we do? Do you think that we also don't see? Or you think that we, we don't have feelings? But the trial, hallelujah. We happily go through and endure every temptation and pass it because at the appearing of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, it will be unto us praise and honor and glory. May you have praise. Ah, when Jesus appears, we'll praise you that you did well. You kept yourself. He will honor you, put a crown of righteousness. You did well. At the appearance of Jesus, you will be glorious. You will be sitting on a throne. Because many things try to make you fall, but you resisted. Many things. Many things. Many things. You were poor, but you did not steal. Beautiful girl. People were on you. People were on you, but you said no. No. Not that you did not feel like it. You felt like it. But I said no. Because I'm born again. Because I believe in Christ. And you see people who have smaller or poor quality of what you have. Using it. Then you look at you and say, so what? I have bigger breasts than her. The things that they are using, I have better ones. But because of Jesus. Hey, Jesus. When? Trials. Trials. Are you here? am I talking to this afternoon? Yeah. We are talking to go through the trials. Go through the temptation. Go through the suffering. Be, be firm and put your hands there. Say, this December, no one is going to mold me into anything. Hey, I am not going to be sleep with or I'm also going not to sleep with anyone. Whether you are the one sleeping with or you are the one being sleep with. No, no sleep. Why should you be? The whole year we have been in church. And Christmas, you are the one on the table that, ah! You are the Christmas pastor. How can you be the Christmas chicken? From January, I have preached to you, I have preached to you, I have preached to you. I preach. In December, you are the, the, the Christmas parcel that people are going to slice. Ah. No, 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 no. Tell somebody, no, 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 no. Ah. Yeah. Somebody is buying 
wine and buying chicken and pork because you are the one he's preparing for. He's going, he's going to celebrate Christmas with you. Ha! You are not a chicken. He's going to marinate you. Every grocery that has been made because of you is not going to work this Christmas. I'm telling you. You should... He should drink his lemon twist alone. <laughs> hey! No, please don't spread my message. I'm still going. <laughs> I have not even gotten to where I'm going. Let's. So it is the appearing of Jesus that will let you know that you have not obeyed God in vain. You will know that you did not go through the trials in vain. Every suffering that you went through. Like the Bible says, our light affliction, it worked for us a great mm, weight of glory in eternity. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment. I think in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 4, 17. 4, 17 or 7, 14. Yeah, for our light affliction, the afflictions that you are going through, which is, the Bible says that it is true, which is, it is, it's not, it's not imaginary, it is happening. The light affliction, it's not like you are imagining, it's a, it's a danger, it's how you feel it. Which is, but it's for a moment, but within an hour, Christmas will be over, then you see that you're, yeah, which is for a moment, you want to put your, I mean, Christianity on the altar for a useless boy? No. Or for a useless girl? No. Which is for a moment. Bible say what? Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Are you there? So the afflictions that we are going through, through the temptation, obeying God and doing the Bible say that it, 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 is, it, is, it, is, it is true. It is no imagine. It's an actual thing that you are going through. But it's not forever. It's for just a short time, for a moment. And Bible said that it is going to work for you. It is going to produce, do you understand? A far more exceeding and eternal, heavenly, spiritual glory. Are you there? So please don't complain. Go through it. Because there's something that we are going to receive at the end of our... Amen. Back to verse number 8. We're in 7. 8. Do you remember appearing of Jesus Christ? 8. Whom, having no sin, we love. In whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing. Are you there? We don't see Jesus, we don't see God, but yet believing. Mm. Yet rejoicing with joy, unspeakable, and full of what? Glory. Then look at verse number nine. Receiving to the end of your faith, even the salvation of our soul. So, you see, salvation of our receiving. So our souls were not saved. We are receiving, we are still receiving. 
The end of our faith is the salvation of our souls. When your character, your behavior. Because how many can see that sometimes there are unbelievers who have better character than Christians? Yeah, because the person is a Christian, but the soul is not yet saved. His character, his language is still swearing. Do you understand? Yeah, so we talk about that's why we, uh, we spoke. So if you are not here, the mind is being saved. You renew it with the word of God. Are you there? Good. So our souls are being saved. I was just trying to explain the First Thessalonians 5.23. That the spirit is different from the soul and also different from the body, which is the flesh. The soul is often called the mind because it is housed by the mind. And the spirit is housed in this container. The house of the spirit. That's what the Bible says. The body without the spirit is dead. Because the house of the spirit is the body. But the house of the soul is the mind. Are, are you here? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Okay. And each of these uh, uh, three guys have voices. That's why we are tripartite beings. God created us in his image and in his likeness. So we look like God and we are also in his image. And God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the three are one. And human being is spirit, soul, and body. And the body and the soul. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. So you see it in First John chapter uh, uh, 5, verse number 7, that there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. And verse number Eight, he said, and there are three that bear record also on earth. And who are these three? The spirit and the blood. Do you understand? So he's talking about the body, the spirit, the soul, and the flesh. These are the three that also bear record on earth. The three that bear record is the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Is that not it? And the eight. Go to the eight. And there are three that bear witness on earth. The spirit, which is your spirit, and water, which is the body, and the blood, that's your soul. Are you here? That also is one. And these three agree in one. Are you understanding that? That's why we are like God and we are in his image. So last week we spent time talking about the voice of the mind or the soul. If you were not here, you missed a big, 80% of your life almost went away. So go, go and listen to it. It's on the podcast. Today, I want to show you the voice of the flesh. Today, I'm showing you five keys to victory over the voice of the flesh. Even that one should tell you that the voice of the flesh will not lead you anywhere. That's why I'm giving you five keys to to overcome. Five keys to victory over the voice of the flesh. Are you here? Five keys. I'll mention it quickly and we'll be out of here. You, you guys, you see that 
I have less than 20 minutes. I'm trying. Okay. So the voice of the flesh, the voice of the flesh will not lead you anywhere. And remember, remember that you are not a flesh. You are not a piece of meat. You are a spirit. Are you there? And you have a soul and you live in this body. And like we started by saying the first day I told you that the voice of the spirit is called conscience. Everybody say conscience. Conscience. We can spell it like con and science. Conscience. Conscience. Yeah. When I was growing, I was always worried. Ah, but why do you say con conscience when the thing is con and science? Anyway, another time we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> Then the voice of the mind is your thought process, your traits, your character, your behavior. As you are sitting here, your mind may be talking to you. Mm. You are not, nobody can hear you. What the pastor is saying is very true, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you may be here, nobody is saying anything, but you are saying that, hey, the pastor is saying the truth. Oh, maybe I should have come to this church long ago. By this time, I would have been better, but now it looks like it's too late. Nobody can hear, but you can see that there is... Your thoughts, somewhere your thought processing. Said this pastor, cry. What is saying? Should I take it or I should leave it? <laughs> Why did I come this afternoon? The word is hot, and he's always telling us what we shouldn't do on Christmas. Even what I'm planning doesn't mean that I shouldn't go and. <laughs> so nobody has heard it, but you can see that. Your, your, your mind, the mind is speaking. The mind is speaking. That, that if we are not here last week, that, that's the voice of the mind. Your thought patterns and processes, your traits, behavior, character. That is the voice. Look, the voice, your, the mind can talk to you. It's nobody can hear. One day somebody was sitting down, the mind was just saying, hey, it's enough, it's enough. Nobody said, what is happening? Say no, uh, something, uh, yeah. Something. How many can be there? You can see that your mind is doing over time. It's thinking and it's talking. Go and do this. Go and tell your auntie what he did. Go and this. Go. You can be there. You see that the mind is, is talking to you. And how many have, have heard the mind talking? Yeah. Then we have, I'm not talking about the voice of the mind. I did it last week. Go, go and listen to. But today. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I'm dealing with the voice of the flesh. Yeah. And as for the flesh, yeah. can, can I tell you how this? What you are hearing is the voice of the flesh. You hear it, it's an audible voice that you can hear. Do you understand? That is one. When the mouth is talking, you can hear it. Do you understand? Yeah. And the flesh can also let you feel. Okay. How many have felt some things before? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so 
you can be there and the stomach will be speaking. Go and eat now. You, you, you will be there and say, look, you have not eaten for a long time. You, you, you have not. But you see that the body, the body is speaking that eat now. You will be weak. Oh. You will be weak. You will suffer. Sometimes you are learning and the flesh will say that, you know what, you are tired. Why don't you sleep small and wake up? And sometimes the body, if you don't mind it, then it begins to misbehave. Cruel. Cruel. Then he said that. Then sometimes when they are in jail, oh, it's my tummy. You want to tell them, oh, it's not, you've not done anything. Sometimes you feel thirsty. The body is telling you that I need water. I need water. Sometimes you, you are even at leches, and the eye says that it's time to sleep. The body, you have come from Mpumalanga, paid a, 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 a fees, rented rented accommodation to listen to lectures. But when the lecturer come, <laughs> you are there, sleeping. The body, you can, the body can even sleep. When you are writing an exam, before you notice, you are waking up. <laughs> How many can understand what I'm talking about? And the body let you misbehave. You feel like checking you, checking yourself into some guy's room for the guy to work on you. Room service. You feel like if I get somebody to hug me and scratch my back. Can I get somebody to crush my bones? I need somebody to scream. He said that the body will be calling. Sometimes the body will call. Them. Can't you smoke? Go and smoke one. Smoke now, now, now. It's the body. It's not Satan. It's not demon. It's the body. If you don't take time, you people will say, "Oh, demons are worried." No, the body. <laughs> if you don't, the body. So they want to smoke. You want to sniff something. Early morning. It's not even seven o'clock. You have taken something. Early morning, cold. You want to sleep. You have not eaten. You not brush your teeth. Quickly, you. Are, you where, where are you going? The body. I'm telling you. The body. Hmm? You are feeling like eating. You are feeling like drinking. You feel like smoking. You feel like fornicating. As for masturbation, I don't even want to bring it. You feel like going to watch pornography. It's the, it's, the, it's the flesh. The voice of the flesh. But I want to show you something. Romans chapter 8. I'm trying. The reason why I'm giving you five keys to victory over the voice of the flesh is because, you see, all the things that we are talking about the flesh, you can see that it doesn't lead anywhere. It's the, the flesh is really against you. And I will show you. Romans chapter 8. Can we read from verse number 5? Okay, listen, listen. Even from verse number 1, it will work. Bible says, 
There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the, who walk not, sorry, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That means that there is therefore now condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the flesh. So you can be in Christ Jesus and you will still be condemned. When you walk after the flesh, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who does not, who do not, who will not, who must not, shall not walk after them and not. Are you understanding that? That's why Christians can backslide and go to hell because they were in Christ Jesus. But why are they going to be condemned? Because they walked after the flesh. So if you want to be a good Christian, one of the things you need to do is that don't allow the flesh to be taken to you. Are you here? Hello? Maybe the people here, they don't want the preaching. It looks like I'm telling something that you are doing, so you don't want to remind me. I'm dialing numbers. Are you here? Sometimes we are born again, but you are 100% in the flesh. 100% in the flesh. You oversleep. You overeat. You even overfornicate. Yeah, yeah. Something that you shouldn't even do it. Now you are doing it more than a married woman. You are doing it more than a married man. I'm going to say Christian. You fornicate every day on top of the masturbation. Why? Where are you going? More than an unbeliever. But the Bible says that this thing can bring you into condemnation. Because though you are in Christ Jesus, you are not walking after the spirit. You are walking after the flesh. And it brings condemnation. It brings condemnation. Ah, may you not walk after the flesh. Amen. That's why I'm going to give you five keys that will let you overcome victory over the flesh. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Is it the flesh? It is like a strong horse, like a stallion. Yeah, stallion. If you find out what is a stallion, a male strong horse. That cannot be controlled. Stylion, strong. What is uh, uh, those who have this final? What is stylion? That, that, that is what the flesh is. Strong. It can be if you don't take time. You see, when you are there, there, there are horses that normal riders cannot ride them. The horse will control the rider. Because, yeah. Because you are not strong to maltreat it. Hmm? Yeah. Sometimes the body needs more treatment. He's talking a lot. Hey, you, you, if you do, we won't eat for three days. We are fasting. Be, be quiet. If you misbehave, we are fasting. We are starting the fast now. You continue shouting, be shouting, be shouting. 
We eat every now and then, but the way you are doing, we are going to fast. <laughs> if you don't moderate the body, the flesh, ah, before you notice, you are changing your clothes, you are big, you, you have diabetes, you have high, you, you have everything because the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. And the tongue is the flesh. It's not only what you are saying, what you are eating. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. So as you are adding the mayonnaise to the to the to yeah to the bacon uh, and to the cheese, and you have egg, and there's a sausage, and there's pap somewhere, and 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 the tongue says. Mm. Bite it, squeeze it, bite it together. And there's mushroom and other topping. All I want you to know is that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And Bible says, and those who love it will eat the fruit, not that they will say, will eat the fruit of it. So I don't know why many people were thinking that it is just what you know. This why I said, they will eat, they will eat. The fruit of it. Yeah, I need to solve issues because as you are going home December, you can be drinking things, drinking things, drink. Before you come, you can't, we can't even identify who you are. You, you need to mention that. Oh, Pastor, I'm the one. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. What happened to you so Christmas? <laughs> Christmas. Are you there? Yeah. So the Bible says that there is now therefore no condemnation for all those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. When you walk after the flesh, there's no condemnation for you. That means that there's condemnation for those who walk after the flesh. Jump from there to verse number five. It always works by the grace of God. Verse 5. Look at what they say. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. As I am here, maybe even as I'm preaching, you will not see a great anointing. You will not see a great power. Say, so if only I can have part of the anointing that the pastor has. Maybe you are, you are looking at the pastor and say, hey, this pastor, look at him. The, 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 the black jacket, if only he can give it to me. And the chain. And the chain, how much is the chain? You already, even me, I don't know the make of the jacket, but I said, oh, it's, uh, uh, it's liver, I have seen it. You are looking at those who are in the flesh. Do mind the things of the flesh. You see somebody, what do you see? You see, oh, his wig is human hair. The, the shirt is wearing is, is, is yeah hundred percent cotton. I think they bought it in uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Can, uh, country is, when you go to Wuwet, country is uh, is the uh, trend. I I saw one there. Yeah, refinery. You know all the this. 
when you see somebody who say oh, the shoe is also I know the jeans this one is this one you then you are you even know the price you are adding this one when I saw it it was this you are when you see somebody what do you see those that are in the flesh after they do mind the things of the flesh how is she looking look at the lipstick I like the color the, do, do you understand yeah you don't see anything beyond the flesh you see. That's why somebody can see you say, oh, this girl is, I like this. Why? So her breast is bigger than, you can't even see girls that have dress. So girls that have dress, you can see, you can see the size of their breast and their buttocks. I said, I will choose the, how? Because you are, you mind the things of the flesh. That's why you see a Christian brother in church. I'm preaching to now. Instead of Talking to another Christian lady who is spiritual, then he's going for unbeliever. He's going for unbeliever. Meanwhile, you have a Christian sister who can dance, who can sing, who can pray. But you are going for an unbeliever, those that are in there. Because you can't come and tell the Christian sister, hey, you can't come and squeeze her. He will look at you and say, brother, did you have your quiet time? Let your hand be on you. You like your hand is coming too close. Let it be on you. If you are interested in me, go and see pastor and talk to my parents. If you love me, I also love you. But the writing, yeah. You need to do the writing before anything can happen. Don't come and say that we should have understanding. What is the meaning of understanding? What is understanding? But those that are after the flesh do mind the things of the So I want to find out, what things do you mind? You have seen me. You have seen what was occurring to you. Did you see the anointing? Did you see the grace of God? Did you see the presence of God? Did you see the teaching anointing? Do you see the healing anointing? Do you see the preaching anointing? Or you were looking at, all you saw is his height. I want his height. I want his shoe. I like his trousers. I like the jeans. Even or what did you see? His shoe, it will be my safe. Only you give me his shoe. Then the Bible says, but they that are after the spirit do, hmm? The, the things of the spirit means you mind the things of the spirit. So I, I, I like the preaching anointing. I like the teaching grace. I like how the word, the revelation, how, how the word is divided. Divided into a soluble, tasty, minute particles that I can digest. You are not looking at spiritual inheritance and spiritual. You are minding only physical things. Those that are after that. Verse number six. For to be carnally minded. To be carnally minded. When you are, you, you are fleshy minded. I'm talking about, that's why I'm saying that you need five keys to overcome the voice of the flesh. Because to be carnally minded, to be fleshly minded, is death. It will lead you. All those who wanted sex before uh, a marriage. What did they get? HIV. 
unwanted pregnancy, shattered dreams, confusion, broken hearts. They became single mothers. Depression. Yeah, STDs. Then you'll be here, a, a young person, you are not old, but you are losing your hair. You, you are losing your eyebrows. You, before you notice, syphilis is a, is a silent killer. You will not feel any pain. You will not feel any pain. will not tell you that I'm here. You are going gradually. Hey! I don't know why I'm getting heated. Because oh. I, the voice of the flesh, we need to. To be carnally minded. Tell somebody, is it you, Pastor, is talking about? When you are carnally minded, before you do your quiet time, you have you 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 paste with food. Seven o'clock, seven in the morning, you have not read the Bible. You have not, you have not even said, Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. You are you are not you are not fully awake. You are by the fridge. And a nice lady like you. Without a glass, you have taken a bottle of Coke. You are... Hey! <laughs> to be carnally minded is what? Death. But to be spiritually minded is life. I, I wish... I don't know when I'm going to talk about the voice of the Spirit. Because I'm taking it one after the other. We finish with the mind. We are dealing with the flesh. Then we'll come to the voice of the spirit. To be, but to be spiritually minded. When you think about when you are spiritually minded, you think about it will bring you life. And you have peace. Yeah. The people who say you should get a life because you are coming to church. When you go for their funeral, remind them that you you still you, you've got a life. Are you there? Verse number seven. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. The carnal mind, the flesh, is enmity against God. Whatever the flesh wants to do is direct opposite to what God wants you to do. Is direct opposite. Inversely proportional to the instruction of God. If you have done much, if you don't, if you've not done math, you are not good in math. You did math, but you not understand this English. Hmm? That the flesh wants to obey instruction that are what invest inversely proportional to the instructions of God. It's opposite. The flesh wants to do everything. The inverse. The opposite. When God wants you to pray. He says no. He wants you to read. He says, yeah. Everything he wants you to do the opposite. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. God. For it is not subject to the laws of God. It's not subject. The carnal mind, the fleshy mind. Do you understand? When you are flesh, you will not say that, hey, yeah. You will not say it's a Bible. 
is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. It's like it cannot, it cannot. Verse number eight, maybe we can end there. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. When you are flesh, you cannot please God. Even if you try. Even if you try. You see that somebody is fasting after eating. He says, I'm beginning the fast. Yeah. Are you not joining the fast? Pastor, I will join after eating. Yeah. The person doesn't even understand what he's saying. Yeah, so you ask somebody, are you not joining the fast? Pastor, I will join you people after eating. I said, ah, I told we are fasting. Yes, I will join you after I finish eating. <laughs> the carnality, he or she doesn't even understand what is it. It's like, yeah, I'm joining the fasting, but let me eat first. <laughs> are you here? So then they that are in the flesh. Cannot please God. What is verse number nine saying? But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are born again, you should not be in the flesh. That's what it says. Uh, uh, uh. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The Bible says, For therefore you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Hallelujah. Okay, go to verse number 7 and 8. Bible said, they that are in the flesh, they that are carnal, fleshly minded, controlled by the body, cannot please God. Because they are kindly minded and it will bring what? Death unto them. So when I say that five keys to, over, uh, to victory over the flesh, it's five keys not to die. <laughs> you do understand? And let me show you another scripture. Then I will mention these five things Then we are out of here. It's my time up. You be there and say after all. <laughs> Galatians chapter 5. How many notice that the Bible is very nice? If only we would read it. Are you there? Galatians chapter 5, verse number 16. We will start from verse number 16. It says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. This is the key. Can I show you the key? How to overcome? Hmm? One of the keys, walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the spirit? It means walk on the word of God. Do what the Bible is saying. Do what the Bible is saying. Walk in the spirit. That's what the Bible says. We walk by faith 
and not by sight. If you are walking by faith, how do you walk? You walk by doing what the Bible is saying. The Bible says, and then you are walking. Yeah, it's the Bible. You are walking. That's your faith. Because you believe what the Bible says, and you are doing it. You are walking by what the Bible says. The Bible says you should forgive. You are forgiving. You are in the spirit. The Bible says pray without season. You are praying. Bible says a great while before day, he rose up, departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. You are having your quiet time. You are walking by faith. In the spirit, you are are walking in the spirit. The Bible says, "Hmm? pay your tithes. Whatever the Bible says. So, you and the person sitting by you, who is spiritual? The two of you, who is spiritual? The spiritual one is the one who is obeying more of the way. So, if you are obeying 10 scriptures, and the friend sitting by you is obeying 20 scriptures, he is more spiritual than you. It's not by the tongues you, you speak. Motaya bohotaya. Pai, pai, You are you are speaking tongues. Mantaya. Mantaya. Man. And people can do things in the flesh to look like they are spiritual. You see them praying. Mahuta Kabaya. Hey, Makuta. Makuta. Hey. Mohayante. Hey. Mahu. All these are fleshly things. If you are spiritual, show me how many words of God are you obeying? Kabota. Hey, Shabaya. Hey, hey. And they have a move. Hey, Mota, Mota Baya. You see them praying. You see that these kind of people, even you see them. Hey, Mohata. Show me the number of scriptures you know and how many you obey. That is what determines who a spiritual person is. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. You are walking in the spirit as you obey the word of God. Which scripture do you know? Any scripture. I'm sure you have to walk in the spirit. What scripture do you know? Yes, what does it say? Ten twenty-six. Yes. John ten. It's actually the sheep. Ah. Let's paraphrase it. Okay, it says, it talks about that if you are not um, the sheep of God, which means you cannot hear the voice of God. Yeah. Do you understand? If you are not his sheep, the sh- my sheep hears my voice. Do you understand? Okay. If that is it. So, you need to hear. What is the voice of God to you? The voice of the Bible. Are you reading? What are you hearing? What, what is the current uh, scripture that you are trying to obey? I'm showing you how to walk in the spirit. What scripture are you thinking of? Any scripture? Hebrews 1 9, what does it say? 
Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness, even above their fellows. So when I love righteousness, I have the opportunity to do some wrong things, but I will choose the right things. Hmm? And let me go away from iniquity, sin. So when you do that, because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity, even God, your God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness. You want to be happy, never to be depressed, have anxiety, love righteousness and hate iniquity. And God is going to anoint you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. You are walking in the spirit. But when you find yourself always wobbling and doubling in sin, are you here? Uh, did somebody just go and smoke? Don't worry. By the end of this meeting, you may never smoke again. Amen. I'm telling you. You have come onto Mount Zion. You have joined the company of angels. Oh, yes. Whatever is a problem. Or the person is still there. God will heal you. You, you will be surprised. Are you here? Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. It's okay. It's okay. Not love. There are things that, look, it doesn't go by advice. You can advise somebody, don't smoke. The advice passes here and goes there. It doesn't have what it takes. Because there's something involved, and that power will be broken this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Are you here? How many are going to walk in the spirit? Find a scripture. That's why I'm, I'm trying to find scripture. I'm not getting this. What scripture? Uh, present your bodies. A living sacrifice. When you present your body, somebody wants to squeeze your breast. You say, no. Yeah, I'm present. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sacrifice. I'm like, a, a, but I'm not dead. I'm alive. You, you are walking in the, walk in the spirit. And once you walk in the spirit, it means that you are obeying the word of God. What scripture? I'm showing you. Romans 10, 17, what does it say? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. You see that you are walking in the spirit. As you open yourself to listening to preaching, listening to the word of God, reading the word of God, listening to Makane, the camps, flow and camp is happening. You see that you are walking in the spirit, you are walking in the spirit and you will not fulfill the last of the flesh. What scripture do you know? What are the Hebrews 12 to? Be you not conformed. Uh, uh, 12 to, not Romans. Okay. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that is said before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and therefore is set on on the right hand of God. Oh. Some of you don't even know any scripture. So it means it means you are not walking in the spirit. You don't even know which scripture you are obeying. Who am I talking to? Which scripture are you obeying? A Christian must have a scripture that says, hey, this man, this is my scripture. I need to be able to have, have, have struggle with this. When I get angry, it may take a month. But I read that, let not the sun go down on my anger. Give, place, give no place to the devil. 
I need to be able to, when I get angry, I need to instantly allow it to go. This is the scripture. Hello? Then you are walking on it. Yeah. Put on the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate. The, the, the breastplate of righteousness. The belt of truth. You need this. Oh, it looks like I don't, I don't have any belt. Yeah. You will notice that you are walking in the spirit. Let's go back to. Yeah. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the last of the flesh. The next one, 17. Hey. Charlie, my time is up, guys. For the flesh, listen to this. The flesh lasted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that you would. He said, the flesh is fighting against the spirit and the spirit is also fighting against the flesh. Do you understand? Yeah, another uh, uh, Bible said that for there's a boxing. The flesh is blowing, is giving your spirit. You say, hey, I, w- I, I just want to eat. Let's go and fornicate. Then, then the spirit said, no, we are fighting. We are fighting. It should be fasting and prayer. Then the flesh said, hey, you want to fast with me? I am not ready to fast. Then it, so there will be. How many can see that there is sometimes contention within you? Contention. You want to do the right thing. But the flesh gives the spirit. That is why in uh, Matthew chapter 26, I believe verse number 40, Jesus said, the spirit is willing. The flesh. As for the spirit, he wants to fast. He wants to do, but the flesh would, because the flesh lasted. Can we have another translation? Change the version. There is a fight. There is a fight, hallelujah, against the spirit. The flesh is blowing, it's giving the spirit knockout. The old sinful nature loves to do evil, which is just opposite from what the Holy Spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite from what the the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. And your choices are never free from this conflict. <laughs> Hallelujah! That's why you can be a Christian if you don't learn to walk in the spirit. You don't learn to do the right choices. You are always going to be an enemy of God. Because to be carnally minded, said, it's enmity against God. And it is going to bring you there. It's not neutral. Are you there? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, verse number 18, what does it say? But if ye be led by the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Can you see it? Yeah, I'm showing you. There's a fight. There's a conflict between the choice, choosing to come to church even this afternoon, choosing to go to 
uh, 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 what do you call it? Yeah. Festival of Light and being here. Choosing to go to, what do you call it, the back of the desert, somewhere in Lupopo that you know. Meanwhile, you can stay here and fast and pray for two weeks before you go. But you are going, you are seeing, hey, my mother will cook. By now, my mother is cooking. You are, yeah. You are going to Ngobo, Ngobo in Eastern Cape. Between uh, uh, Monfre and Mtata, your, your town is there. You are going there. You know that when you go there, you are going to, you, are, you will be finished. But because they are going to kill a goat, that is, you are not choosing. There is a fight. Should I be away? When I'm here, I'm going to be hungry. I won't have food. But when I go home, there will be a lot of food. You see? And you are the one who laugh at Esau. Esau choose food, and you are laughing at him. You are also choosing food. Look at the amplifier, what he says. He said, for the sinful nature has its desires, which is opposite, which is op opposed to the spirit. And the desires of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit are in direct opposition. They are, uh, yeah, political parties. <laughs> direct opposition to each other. Continually in what? Even today, as you are sitting down, there is conflict. Whether you should stay to the end of the service or you should go now. Continually. So that as believers, so, so that you as believers do not always do whatever good thing you want to do. The good I want to do. Hallelujah. Are you here? Then when you come to verse number 19, it says, and now the works of the flesh are, then it, it starts. The work of the flesh are, then it begins. What are the works of the flesh? No, 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 go back to where you were. We understand it. We understand the other one. We may come here, but it says, now the practice of the sinful nature that's the first, are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control. Let's go to the 20. Idolatry. You have got a job and you are giving and commodity to an uh, aunt. Idolatry. Hmm? You are going to cut, uh, kill a, a goat and cow. December. Idolatry. The works of the flesh. Sorcery. Hmm? Witchcraft. Hostility. Strive. You cannot live peaceable with anyone. Jealousy. 
another word for jealousy is called skin pain. Fits of anger. Disputes. Disputes. No agreement. You're always quarreling. Disputes. Hmm? Dissensions. Disagreement. Dissensions. Factions. You always have a clique. I belong to. Even in the church, if we were not strong, we would have had factions in the church. Well, me, me, my friend is there. I like this. Video. Yeah. Fashions that promote heresies. It promotes wrongdoing and different things. It's the work of the flesh. But how do you overcome this walk in the spirit? Where, where is your scripture? What scripture are you trying to obey? Will let you overcome all this. Hmm? Envy. Drunkenness. Envy. Drunkenness. Riotous behavior. Striking. Hey. 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 And you don't even know why you are totoing. Riotous behavior. And other things like this. If you don't be quiet, you won't hear the news. And other things like this. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Just as Romans says that, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the flesh. So can you see that Paul, uh, Peter is also saying that, look, I warn you before, and I'm saying it again, that those who are doing all these things, they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Five keys to the victory of the flesh. Okay. What a shock. Number one. The voice of your flesh is your human desire. So anytime you have that desire, you need to know that ah, I've seen you. I've seen you. I've seen you. The voice of your flesh is your human desire. Not what God wants for you. Not what is even best for you. But the fact that you are a human being. Sometimes you are even in a relationship with somebody that you know that is not good for you. You know that your, your life and your future and what you want to do. Do you understand? This person is not good for you. But your human desire. Say that, you know what? Just continue. Just continue. How many have been there? You were doing something that you know is wrong. But you did it anyway. Or you were there, you are going to do something. Say, this thing that I'm going to do is wrong. But you helplessly went and did the wrong thing that you knew. That's your human desire. Hey. Number two, the voice of your flesh is your physical feelings. Yeah. French, we say, feeling the physique. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Don't, don't. Uh, don't learn French for me. 
The voice of your flesh is your physical feelings. You feel it. You feel it to the extent that part of your body is shaking. Number three, the voice of your flesh says, do what feels nice and easy. Do you, do you understand? So you need to know, I'm giving you the five keys. So when you see that you are choosing the nice and easy, you say, I have seen you. I have seen you. Instead of staying to find out, tune the thing, to get the right thing, so we'll do it when we come. You see, the flesh is letting you choose. The easy. Because you know that when you stay after me, you may have to walk. Hey, I don't want to walk. I will do it next time. Yeah. Nice and easy. When the voice of the flesh, yeah, is your physical feeling. Three is the voice of your flesh. It says, do what feels nice and easy. So many people do what feels nice, not what is right. They may know what is right. You are spending money to buy a shoe you cannot afford. You are, you are spending money to buy a phone you cannot afford. But that is nice. People will say, wow, look at, look at his phone. You are buying a car that you cannot afford. Yeah. Then when you are buying petrol, you are fighting with a few attendants. <laughs> If you see somebody buying 15 rand petrol, then you notice that, wow, it's, it's less than a liter. Number four, do not obey the voice of the flesh if you want to be blessed. Can I say that again? Do not obey the voice of the flesh if you want to be blessed. That means if you don't want to be blessed, then you can choose to follow the voice of the flesh. You can follow the flesh to eat anyhow, sleep anyhow, drink anyhow. Can you remember? Galatians chapter 5, start from verse number 16, read it after, and list all the, the works of the flesh. List all of it so that you don't forget it. Any one of them that appears, say, I have seen you. I've seen. Where are you going? We can't go anywhere. Number five. You can silence the voice of the flesh by doing what is hard and difficult. Doing what is hard. Do you know how to motivate the flesh? You decide that if you misbehave and you say anything, I will do exactly the opposite. Because I, yeah. If you like, just misbehave. Say that I should sleep. I will drink coffee and not sleep right now. I will wake up and. Do, do you understand? Yeah. I, I will not allow you to control me. I can share my personal testimony. I used to be addicted to Coca Cola. Hey! Coca Cola. I did not like. Juice, even if it's a thousand percent, all I wanted not the Coke light, the original Coca Cola, the one that when you drink it, when it's chilled, I can drink it in the morning, at night, at dawn, 
when even I finish drinking, I will lie down and the bro will come. Brrr, then. <laughs> but I, at a point, I asked myself that I need to find that it's either you are the one buying me or I'm the one buying you. Yeah. I asked, are you the one buying me or I'm the one buying I won't buy you again. Whatever you want to do, do. Hey, sometimes I will, at night, I say, hey, I should have bought a Coke. <laughs> it can feel that you need, you need it. But I said, I won't buy whatever you want to do. You can do it. Then the next one, was football. Hey, it almost for my ministry. As a shepherd, when they are playing football, I will not even go and have my center. I cannot prepare. I couldn't prepare because I will go and watch uh, uh, football. I will be, before you notice, after the match, you, you are so carnal. No scripture is popping up. And you need to go and talk to people. Oh, your members have come. You did not prepare. You were watching. I noticed that. No, 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 no. And one day I went. One day I went to do. We did not. It was Thursday. We call it ministry meeting. What we are calling it by center now. It was ministry meeting. And I was sitting somewhere by the notice board. Do you understand? With my members. The church have been divided. So we come on Thursday. Some come on Wednesday. Some come on Thursdays with their members to do their ministry meeting. And that day I was sitting there. I was standing, sharing with my members. Hey, my members were not a lot. And I also did not prepare well. And that day as I was doing, I saw prophet. Bishop came to bypass I, he stood there. I don't know whether he was listening to what I was preaching hey, that day. I'm sure that he did not even notice me. Maybe he was going. But as he, he stood there and I was there, my members were not encouraging. I felt like, no, 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 no. Bishop is not always here. Today that he's come here, look at what you are doing. Look at what you are doing. Your members are not even up to. I, I, I think that day I did not even have five members. Oh, it was a disgrace uh, situation. I mean, that's the nicest I can say. It wasn't nice. And I don't think that what I was teaching also, it, it was not going straight. Are you getting it? Uh -huh. Because if you have not prepared, you see the way it is, you become clumsy in your explanation because you don't want to be very solid because you did not read it well. So you do it. You, yeah. You are managing the preaching. You just hang it there. You are saying like you are not saying it. You can't be sure that this is what they, they, they understand. And especially scriptures that you did not go over. And those days I did not know where to find Elijah and where to find Elisha. You don't know that age. This one was it, Elijah, Elijah. You will be confused right now. And as I was there, and prophet passed by, you know, and I made a decision that, you know, this football thing, <laughs> if I continue, it will disgrace me. 
eight with Now look at you. Look at you. You can't even explain what you are saying strongly. And the people are also not a lot. So as I saw the image standing there, I was saying, we should go. When he went, I said, guys, let's go. Then we close. And I made the decision that football, unless you come into my, I will not watch you. You are not going to affect me. I will not put the television on if I am supposed to put it on. And so I won't do whatever you want to do. Maybe you can come in my dream. That one I can. That is how I intentionally cut off football and its effects. And I noticed that it, it has helped me. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. So go direct opposite to what the flesh wants. The flesh wants you to be bitter, not forgive. Just forgive. Just forgive. Say, I forgive you, whatever you do. I the person said I shouldn't greet, I shouldn't, but I will greet her. I will even say hello to her. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Me, me, I, you, if if you want, if you don't want to respond, it's up to me. I have responded. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. And when you do that, you notice that you overcome. You have victory over the flesh. I say you have victory over the flesh. Yeah. Everything, like the Bible says, there are, it may be. So many kinds of voices, and each one of them is significant. I see you overcoming all of it. So you need to know, most people only hear the voice of God when they are offended. I'm telling you, people that don't have dreams, they normally don't. When they get offended, they hear the voice of God. If, you, if somebody comes to God has told me I should leave the church. God is always, yeah, it's the flesh. Sometimes the person is offended or he or she wants control. Something evil that the flesh. And always it doesn't end well. It does not end well at all. Because if you are being led by the flesh, where will it? Hmm? They that are in the flesh, after the flesh, you do mind the things of the flesh. And the flesh is enmity against God. And it will bring you death. So when you see somebody who has broken away from a church, who is being led by money to start a church, do something, and you are the members of the, your, your future is welded to a disaster. Yeah. So you have welded your, your life to a, a dynamite, something that is about to explode. It's just a matter of time. It's a time bomb. Never follow a carnal person. Never follow somebody who is doing everything because of flesh. Are you here? And as you do, God is going to bless you. I see you having victory over your flesh. Your, your, your flesh will, will not disgrace you. Hey, if you joke with your it will disgrace you. It will disgrace you, I'm telling you. People will begin, when they see, they will be laughing at you. Before you know, you have become like Cape Town mattress. Everybody will sleep on you. You are like a Lotto kiosk. Everybody come and stick Lotto on you and go. The flesh, you will not have respect for yourself. You can drink, they will come and see you in gutters. You will be abused. You wouldn't even know. I'm telling you. 
a lady like you, you follow the flesh and you drink, you wouldn't even know where you are sleeping. See, when a man is a drunkard, it's bad. But when a lady drinks, it's worse. Yeah? And if you're a lady here, don't say, do I drink only one glass of wine? For, for what? For your stomach? Say, are you Timothy? Is your stomach paining you? I will, I will slap you, you will see. Oh, you had uh, yeah, Timothea. <laughs> Tell yourself that, look, I won't drink, especially even as festivities are coming. I don't drink. You say, oh, but a glass of wine will not hurt. Say, it will not hurt, but without it also, it will not hurt. With or it will also not hurt. If a glass of it will not hurt. Without it also will not hurt. Uh-huh. If, why, why, why not? Tell <laughs> somebody, if, why, why not? <laughs> Hallelujah. May you overcome the voice of the flesh. May you have victory. May everything be well with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bow your head with me and let's pray. If you are here, as we close, you can see that you have followed the voice of your flesh for some time. You want it to end. You want God to take over. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. Most of the things you are saying, I could identify with this. But this afternoon, I give myself to Jesus. I want to be born again. I don't want to go to hell. Yes, I was born again, but I have moved according to the flesh. And therefore, I can say there will be a condemnation for me. Please pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. If this is what you are saying, stand wherever you are with your eyes closed and lift only your right hand so we can pray. Stand where you are. Lift your right hand to Jesus. To Jesus. Lift it to Jesus. You want to be born again. You don't want to go to hell. You don't want your flesh to control you any longer. Yes, God will send his spirit into your spirit. And he will empower you to overcome the deeds of the flesh and the last thereof. You want to give your life to Jesus. Thank you. Lift it high. And let's pray. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. I pray that this afternoon, the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. That, Lord, you will deliver us from ourselves. That we will not do easy things, nice and easy. Oh, yes. That we will not follow our feelings. That we will not do what we desire our human desire, but Lord, we will do hard and difficult things, things that you will have us to do. We pray this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Let our human desires ah, be contained. So with your hands lifted, let the voice of our physical feeling be contained. We restrict it. Let the voice that says to us, do what is what feels nice and easy, let it be arrested. Let the voice 
that will not allow us to be blessed, let it be arrested. And let us yield to your spirit and do that which you have us to do. I pray for everyone who has lifted a hand. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be our portion. I pray that from today, they will know you. They will love you. They will walk with you until the very end. If there is any trait, any uh, sin, habit that is frustrating them, Lord, let it end this afternoon. Grant them the grace and the power to overcome the deeds of the flesh. The last thereof. And let us rise up. Oh, yes, boldly with confidence that you have delivered us from the deeds of the flesh. I pray for what you have done in the name of Jesus. Now, please, my brothers and sisters, with your hands lifted, I need you to come to me. I want to pray with you quickly. Please come. My sister, come. My brother, come. Yes, you lifted your hands. Come. Come and stand here. Come. Come. Right here. Come. My sister from the back, right here. Come. Come. Right here. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your two hands like this to the Lord and say with me. Close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From now, I believe in you, Jesus. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I accept you into my heart as the Lord, the Savior, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will follow you. I am yours. I will come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for the life of your wonderful children. I pray with them and I pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Lord, let them love you. Let them know you. Let them walk with you from now and forever. Whatever is against them, let it be over. Heal their bodies. Deliver them. I pray. Ah, and I pray against every form of attack and case. Things we've brought upon ourselves. Lord, let it be over every form of condition. Only you can help. Have mercy. Have mercy and help us. Mahatalabos, brele, muta, base, dili, mata, koba, santa, liba. Let your power rest on your children. Let them, oh yes, rise up from here, knowing that you have saved and you have delivered them from every attack of the enemy. We thank you and we bless you for what you've done. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. This decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken all your life. The decision, listen, the decision to go to school made us able to read and to write. The decision to work 
put food on our table, that this decision will take us to heaven one day. You will never regret it. Amen. So I want you to follow our brother. He's going to give you a gift, which is a book. It's called Born Again. It will show you what has happened to you and how you can grow in your Christian faith. And your life will never be the same. So please follow our brother. Put your hands together for them. Follow. God bless you. 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 Father, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. We give you all the glory in Jesus. And the rest of us, let's pray. Father, I pray that we will love you until the very end. Deliver us from every attack of the enemy and let your purposes be established. Thank you, Jesus. Help us. Help us not to be controlled by the flesh. May we overcome the voice of the flesh. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa. You must